I tell them all the time, the time. I still ain't figured this out. I'm in it for the long run. I still ain't figured this out, man. She says she got the answers. I still ain't figured this out. He said he got the cues. I still ain't figured this out, man. And welcome to another episode of the Crappy Awesome Podcast. It's your host, Kill C. Ray. Man, we're back again. Another dope episode this week, man. A really great friend of mine. I consider him fam. Um, been trying to get him on the on the show for a minute. His name is King Dice. Yo, King Dice hey. is in the area, man. Yo, dude. How you been, man? Uh, I've been good. I've been good, you know, all things considered. Right, right. Yeah, I, dude, I... As soon as, like, um, we brought Crappy Awesome back, I had I put you on on the list of, like, the first few episodes that I wanted to get because um, I know you're, you're, you're never, you never shy away from expressing your opinion when it comes on to, uh, like, social issues, um, and, and you have some strong philosophies on it, and, and I just love building with you on it, man. So I had to get you on the list. That's why you're here today, man. I wanted to just talk to you. First, first, you're you're good at you and the family. Everybody's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I had a a friend of mine who actually came down with COVID nineteen. So that's wow. That's different, you know, for it to be like on the news and all of that, and then go from that to actually, you know, hitting home someone that I know personally and, and real close friends with me. So, you know, but I mean, other than that, you know, I. I believe he's doing well right now. So yeah, you know, everything's good. Yo, do you feel, um, how, how is it? Because I know you you live kind of in a, in a, is it considered a rural area? Like out where you I live kind that. of? Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. how is, you know, how is it there? How's like, is, is there tension? Is there, you know, what are you seeing as far as everything that's going on right now? Uh, you know, I think there's a lot of people, in this area who are non-believers. Yeah. So they're the people who don't want to wear masks. Oh, wow. Who, uh, are, are telling their kids, you know, I work with kids. So the kids are telling me that, oh yeah, my mom says this is uh, a plan created by Bill Gates or some crazy shit like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard that one lately. Yeah. So, it's, you know, I, it, we get a lot of that, but I mean, you know, I feel like sometimes it takes, it takes someone, you know, personally, coming down, contracting COVID-19 for you to understand that it's, this is real. Yeah. So. Yeah. Do you, um, do you think that it's, uh, as far as like, um, the protest and, you know, the stuff that has cracked off as of late, do you feel, um, your area is taking that serious? Uh, yeah. You know, we, we had a peaceful protest mm -hmm. the other day. Um, there was no damage, no looting, no rioting. Um, but, you know, I live a stone's throw away from Yucaipa, California, and they were, uh, it was all over social media that there was like pretty much like a, a small KKK rally is my understanding of it. Wow. A lot of people who were saying like, you know, don't bring that over here to Yucaipa. And uh, for, the, for the few people that actually were protesting in Yucaipa at the time, they it seemed to me like they were antagonizing them. So it was, it was rough. It's that's the sort of atmosphere here in this area. 
Yeah, is it is is it what's the um like ethnicity breakdown out there? Uh, I would say that uh, not just going off what what I think. Uh, <laughs> I'd sure. say we're probably like thirty to forty percent uh, like Latino Latina mm-hmm. in this area. Um, maybe thirty to forty percent uh, black in this area, and then maybe twenty percent white in this area. Um, but you know, it's a, it's a high contrast to like just the next city over yeah. where those numbers are flipped and it's majority white people. It's more of an affluent area. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, like Ukaipa is probably similar to that. So it's, it's really weird in this specific area because the, I think the, it's like a culture clash. You know, we have right. people who are living less than a mile apart, but have vastly different ideas on politics and, and COVID-19 and things that really shouldn't be politicized like black lives matter. (laughs) Right. Right. Is it, um, do you feel like when you go out to the store and stuff, like how is, cause I, I was, uh, I talked to 60 East yesterday and, um, or actually the day before. And, uh, I was just telling him a story about how I went to um, Walmart and I was just walking in on, into Walmart and there was some dude going off um, talking about, I'm not going to wear my mask. Fuck you guys, blah, 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 blah. Um, and unlike before in my neighborhood, normally people would kind of see it and just be like, yeah, and just walk by and let security guards take care of it or whatever. That, that day, it literally, I'm talking old people, kids, People started like surrounding this dude. Like you can feel the tension on like somebody there's definitely, I definitely have those friends that are like on edge that if you say the wrong thing right now, like you might get socked. Like people are tense. How does it feel out there where you're at? Yeah, it's, I, I, it's really hit or miss again with this, with this area. um, So these two areas that are vastly different demographically, we, we share the same like grocery stores. Um, oh, wow. So like the, the town that I live in is so rural that we don't have a grocery store in our city. Yeah. So we go to their city. So grocery stores like Walmart are where these two drastically different people tend to meet. Yeah. Um, so on any given day, it could be everyone masked up and no issues, or it could be um, a non, a non mask rally. Yeah. You know, the opposite. So it's, it's, it's crazy. It's it's really like you never know what you're gonna get. And yeah. I think a lot of people who are um trying to stay sane are just staying home. <laughs> We're going out as as little as possible. So Yeah. Are you included in that? Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Um, I mean, I'm I'm back to work, so I go out for work and all that. But if I can avoid it, I'm I'm at the house self quarantine. Yeah. How about um how about artistically, man? How, you know, you're an artist, you um a creative has this affected your creativity at all? Like, how how has this affected it? Man, it's it's a little, you know, I've seen some different points of view, and I, I really don't know where I land specifically, but, like, you know, some people were saying, like, you know, now isn't the time yeah. to really be releasing music. Uh-huh. And I feel that. I feel that. When there's so many important things and causes going on, it feels, it makes me feel a little guilty to yeah that I should try to take away from that to promote my single or something. Uh-huh. But then 
you got the other side of people are saying like, this is the time where artists shine. We need to, we need to capture this moment and record it for history, for the future. Right. And, you know, use this energy to promote something, let it fuel um, some sort of cause. I get that too. So for me personally, I've been working, um, but not really releasing my own music. I'm letting it fuel some of my future projects. But I mean, primarily I've been doing a lot of, a lot of features and nothing really related to the things that are going on. Yeah. And so where are you at? Like personally, um, do you, do you feel like making music at all? Like, you, cause I, I feel you on that dude. Like, um, I had a long talk with Curtis King and, um, he, I asked him like specifically, like, what do you, you know, what do you think we should be doing right now? Like I, I was just, I know I was feeling uninspired to like go through the process of like sitting, re- re- recording, doing all this. Well, what I was watching on TV was happening, right? Like I felt, and I wasn't having that immediate connection of like, oh, I need to make a song about this. Even that, I mean, I, 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 I'd be lying if I haven't seen some cringe-worthy things online of people promoting, right? And it's this like fine balance. But he said this, and I would say that you're included in this is um, you don't make bullshit, man. Right. And uh, I told Noah too, like we were having the same conversation and I was like, dude, if people like your music, right. Say there's a, just a kid who likes your music. He's in this world with you right now. He's out there protesting. And if you were his favorite artist and all of a sudden you just stop making music, that shit, that shit sucks, man. I mean, you know how all the tools as a creative you use to get yourself through these things. Everybody doesn't have that. And secondly, I also think you being um, like, we need our generals on the field. Right. You know what I mean? And so you're by practice and, um, you know, by skill that you've built up, you have this ability to look at things, break them down and try to find different perspectives in them. It's just what you do. It's, it's you're an artist. And I think we need right. that too. You know what I mean? Like what, cause otherwise the, the kids, cause that's who's mostly out there, right? Like it, it's the youth that we really have to like protect. Um, sure. They're out there and they need, they need some sort of guidance. They need some sort of like theme of which, which way they should be leaning. You know what I mean? Yeah. Big facts. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, you know what, where my mind has been lately has been on, like what comes next? You know what I mean? Um, I hear you. I hear you. The the protesting, the rioting, all that gets us so far, but there has to be a uh, concerted like next step. Um, and for me, uh, which I've been thinking about a lot lately, I think that comes in the form of, especially for, for young people of color, um, financial independence. Yeah, I hear that. that. You know, it's really hard to make that sound dope in music. I, it can be done. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I look to people like Nipsey or like Jay-Z's 444. Right. Um, projects or artists and people who made songs that really talk about ownership and and what what you should do with money and uh, made it sound dope. So that's kind of where my mind is. It, when you hear something from me, I think that's where you, what you'll hear, something like that. That's dope, man. Yeah, I think that that's, um, it's just important. You know, I think it's, um, 
man, if <laughs> if you didn't make music that I thought would help, I would not be telling you that. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, yeah, dog. Like, just wait till after. <laughs> right. Um. So, uh, do you feel like? What are your thoughts on, like, some of these issues that are out right now? Like, defund the police. Um, you know, there's there's issues of individual counties starting to, to like, put their attention towards their police and, and understanding, like, how most of these departments are are fueling the, the majority of the budgets, right? In, in city, I understand, I'm from San Diego. I think they control, like, 75% of the budget. And it goes all to police, you know? So, I mean, how are you, how do you feel about like some of the stuff that, that people are talking about right now? So, uh, I live in Riverside County, which is one of the largest counties in the state. Yeah. Uh, especially when you combine that with San Bernardino, San Bernardino County in making the IE, um, you know, I, I push for local, more local policing. Um, in addition to defunding, I'm with defunding to an extent, but I, I think we need, really need to push local policing. Um, like, you know, when someone doesn't grow up here, doesn't grow up in a uh, poverty-stricken area, mm-hmm. doesn't understand the plight or what people are doing here to survive, and they come from some affluent area that's within the same county but far away, they bring those biases to the job. And I think that's part of the reason we see a lot of the issues that we're seeing today. Now, if instead of like, fuck the police, um, we inspire kids to want to become police in their own neighborhoods, I think we could see a change because police aren't going to disappear. Right. Um, you know, funding the police is a good idea and a good first step, but regardless, police are going to be here. So let's, let's, instead of um, pushing the concept through music of like, fuck the police, let's inspire young people to want to become police and do a good job. Um, like, you know, bring honor back to the, the job. I, I think that's, yeah, that's my mindset with the, yeah, it's weird. I've been having these conversations lately with people and um it's it's weird when well one I think that the whole movement right could use and this is why I think there's so much opportunity for people um especially creative people like the whole movement could use better marketing as a whole. Um yeah. Simply because there are things that, you know, like I even I've been using that example of defund the police as as one of the examples because I know what it means, but I've done my due diligence. Uh the the fact is that there's also an older generation who just hears that and they're like, Oh, what? No more police. Like what no the fuck? Right. Right. And so <laughs> so that's bad. We need to fix that, right? Like that's not we're not doing um, justice to the message if we if people are confused so that shows me like okay we still have work to do just on our message overall like but right. i i also feel like you know this is it's just the tip of the sword there's so much that at least i could see happening um for the rest of the year and into next year the, the things we still have to get to right like people aren't talking mm-hmm. about the fact that there are going to be mass evictions. That's going to happen simply because people aren't going to be able to pay that back rent, right? Right. And what's that going to do to our society? And have we planned for that? Because I think one of the things um, that the youth have been have been at least showing me is like they have an understanding of, or at least a want 
to plan things better, right? Like they're, they're putting at least some thought into that. Um, and I think they need to be given some more direction in that area because like you, I believe too, like the protest, oh, the protests are necessary. First of all, like nothing in this country has ever changed without right. some sort of physical protest. But we are at, at our technological um, peak right now, right? And for us to not be thinking about the future and how we can really implement these things, because at some point, this conversation simply comes down to a group of people in this country deciding whether or not their lives are so good that they would be willing to give up a little bit of that, of, of the, the stuff they have in order for things to be evened out, right? And you and I both know, like, just to get like that as a person, to even have those thoughts as a person, dude, it's taken me my whole life to become the person that I am right now. We need to figure out more, like, we need to be having bigger conversations on, like, yo, you do understand after this is all said and done, we still have to change fundamentally. Like, we still have to understand, like, we, we cannot have this country just give us everything we want just to shut it up. Because right, right. that's what this country has done in the past, you know? Yeah, pa- pacification. Definitely. Yeah. When you pacify the people, and, and what we know is that pacification works. And I think Absolutely. the people who are in charge know that as well. So, um, it, yeah, it's a hurdle trying to get the, we're going to have to help the younger generation who's never experienced this. They weren't around in civil rights era and may not know what we know about it. Right. That they're, they're going to try to pacify you. Don't settle. Don't settle. Like, yeah. that's that's a tough message to learn when, when you've never experienced that or gone, gone up against, or don't even your, their parents, the kids that I teach, their parents are around my age. Yeah. And it's interesting. I find them falling prey to um, the the disinformation that's on the internet. Right. Like the shit that I hear parents tell their kids, the, the shit that I hear parents, the shit that I see parents post on Facebook or social media lets me know that like, it's scary. It's a scary ass world that we're in because the people who are supposed to be making this world better for the next generation, they, sometimes they don't even know if unicorns are real or not. And <laughs> I, that's a specific example. That's true as fuck. A parent tried to tell me that unicorns are real. Wow. Wow. I mean, yeah, dude, it's, I was, I was, I was, uh, I was hanging out with my cousins yesterday and we were just kind of all, we hadn't seen each other in a minute. Um, and the three of us were talking about, um, how like, if this it, it's weird when you when you start talking to like these conspiracy theorists or um and here's the thing dude i am not i am not void of conspiracy thoughts in my in my life right however my idea of um handling this in the best way is okay if covid say covid is a created government thing cool not saying that that's what it is i'm saying if that's what it is. Right. Isn't that just as fucking scary? Like, why would... Right. To me, it's almost scarier. Like, I could deal with, like, oh, nature happens. But yeah. but for it to be, like, say, like, our government or some powers that be, I think that's pretty scary. And it's a reason to take it serious anyways, right? Like, if... if Because I saw... I was watching... um uh a tr- the trump rally the other day and they were interviewing some lady and some lady said she was like uh 
they were asking her about her mask. And she's like, yeah, I brought a mask. But then Trump reminded us that, like, Jesus loves, you know, Trumpers. So I threw my mask right in the trash. Like, the separation of reality is big right now, man. And, dude, I am not I, – I was telling my cousins, I am not um, – I could definitely see waking up tomorrow. I'm like starting to have the thoughts like we're going to wake up tomorrow and like Godzilla is going to be town downtown or some shit. Cause shit's getting crazy. You know what I mean? Like it's weird. Yeah. It definitely feels like this is some movie shit. This is, yeah. some, I was watching world war Z. I was like, damn, they predicted 2020. Yeah. dude. <laughs> you know what, you know what else did? Um, just on that. Like, I know you're a movie dude too. Um, X-Files, the first X-Files movie? Yeah. Dude, yeah. it's almost spot on. Like, it's right, almost right. spot on. Like, they were predicting this whole thing. Um, I just finished watching it. But, yeah, dude, I think it's... First of all, like, I think one of the things that, you know, people who, like, delve into, you know, conspiracies is, one, uh, the pandemic... If it is not man-made, it is a very natural thing that has happened many times on this planet. And right. people have, have dealt with this before, right? Um, I always tell the story about how, uh, if we think right now it's crazy, it, I was reading a book about the, the Great Depression and, mm. and how, like, in rural areas, they would literally put up billboards and signs that said it, like, explained the... Um, why you shouldn't eat your kids. Like literally you can look this up. This is real shit. They, because people were doing this, people, kids would die and they would eat. Like you can't eat people. Like, right. Right. That was not that long ago. It was still 19 something. You know what I mean? Like it was, that was just a while ago. So when I see the crazy shit now and like, people are like, yo, man, things are falling apart. I was like, dude, we've been there before. Like, you know what right. I mean? This is this is relatively tame right now. The fact that we went from violent protests to peaceful protests within like a week span yeah. was fucking amazing. And I'd never seen that in my lifetime. But that right. does show like we're in we're in different times and things are not as bad as they seem all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's like, you know, I I sometimes wonder, like, can we learn from the past? Like, I know that's the whole idea behind the uh. learning history that doesn't repeat itself. But it's like uh, I was listening. I was reading a story the other day about um, a place called Marseille. Mm-hmm. And this is during like the, the tail end of the plague. And they basically were untouched. They never had any cases of the plague. They had one single time where the plague got through their their defenses. And uh, it happened to be the worst time. But for almost three, three to four hundred years. They had no cases of the plague untouched, and they, they did it through social distancing. Wow. Wow, yeah, yeah. And we think we're just like, we just invented this. Right, we have the answer. It's right there. The yeah. one time they, they let a ship come into their bay and dock, for some reason, I think they had some kind of like a lot of money or something like that. And the one time they let down their defense, is like, okay, we're not going to shake you out. We'll let you look the one time they, they caught the plague. Wow. Wow. Social distancing, that's the key. It's not a secret. We have it. We have historical precedent where it works. And we still have to try to convince people that we, they don't even believe that it's real, that this is an actual thing that's happening. It's, it's sickening sometimes. It's crazy. So what about, um, where are you at with this fucking, dude, we're still going to have an election. 
I just right. that shit is like just a little while. It's right around the corner. Like, where are you at with right. all that? Yeah, you know, it's it's wild, man. Like, I I haven't heard anything about any of the the Democratic candidates um, or any like debates coming up, and it's 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 uh, you know a lot of people are struggling with uh, the the mail in ballots and how it's going to work, and you know it's frightening to me that it feels like voter suppression. Like, I'm not saying that this COVID-19 was planned for voter suppression. Right. But I, I, could, I feel like the wheels are turning on whichever, whatever uh, political party, maybe both. Um, I feel like they're turning on ways that they can stop people from getting the vote out. I, I hear a lot of disinformation about like, oh, well, there won't be an election um, in, in an event of an emergency. Trump stays president. And just so much disinformation that's getting out there. And people are, you know, once it's solidified in their mind, they're not really open to new information. And I think all of that's going to kind of kind of stop the idea that there's there's an election happening. You can mail in your ballot. The real information is being stopped by all of these rumors and conspiracy theories. And it's it's a scary world we live in. It's a scary world we live in. Fuck, man. Yeah. Like I was uh, I was watching Biden give a speech and I was like, what the f- This is my this is the other option. Like. It's it's fucking I don't know man it's it's crazy to to think that in all of this that we're still going to expect the country to think clearly and try to like pick their future in the middle yeah. of all this when like it, and it does seem like I heard someone say the other day like that it 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 feels like the election is like being forced upon us because it's too we're in the middle of a discussion. Like right. we're having a discussion, right? Um, and now we're going to have to put that to the side a little bit and decide, yo, which one of these two possibly lesser of two evils right. is, is, is the way to go. Right. And I look, my, my current thought right now, this is my current thought. And I, and I wish there would be more um, activists talking about this. It's, Let's get Trump out all costs, right? Like that's a good plan. <laughs> get Trump out all costs. But then as soon as whoever we put in there, we need to put their feet to the fire and like cuz they're going to think it's all good. Oh cool, we got I Trump's gone. Now we can get on to normal. No, 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 no. You're right. going to have to field all this shit now. Now you're not even you're not even our friend until we know that you're going to do the things that we need to. If not, it's on again. And I think yeah. that we need to have those kind of discussions and we need to hear, like, say, Biden addressing that. We need to force that issue on him. Like, yo, do you think it's going to be all good just if you win? Because we're going to just say it's your turn now to fix this shit. Like, right. getting Trump out, I think, is just a step. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, man, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It, I'm still trying to convince people to vote. You know, that's... <laughs> That's crazy that, you know, still in 2020, there are people, especially young black people, young people of color who think that their votes don't matter. And, um, you know, they're, they don't even plan on going to the polls. And I'm like, bro, this is this is why everything fucking sucks. Yeah. Like you have to you cannot just sit here and let shit happen to you. You have to be active. Um, and it, it's like. Um, it, it, it's it, it's crazy because I can't understand why people. 
I don't know. They're they're not taking control of their own lives. Yeah, it, it seems like it's a it's an uphill battle, especially when they're celebrities and people who are um, have a lot of pull for some reason. Uh, Nick Cannon comes to mind. He's been a hot, a uh, big advocate of black people not voting. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't vote, the the election still goes on. Yeah, yeah. At that point, you've taken yourself out of the equation. So you, no matter what, you won't get what you want. That's wild to me that people are not understanding this. Yeah, it's. Um, I feel like it's like a the fabric of reality is slowly just un. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's like I said, I'm, I will not be surprised. My money right now is um, aliens are next. That's where my money's at. Right. If I have to put a bet down, I'm like, we are definitely going to wake up and be like, oh shit, motherships. All right, let's go. Like, it feels like um, nothing is out of, out of the question. I, I heard they're like trying to, uh, who was it? Who was it? I think, oh, Ro- Joe Rogan was saying that there, there's like this huge movement that's gaining um, some weight on it, like to get the rock to run for the president. Yeah. Right. So if we are, dude, if we're at this point, right, where we're looking for an action star to come and save us, this ain't real, bro. We're in a video game. Right. right. We're in a video game. This is like simulation theory confirmed. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Like you're just going to wake up, like you're going to wake up, boom, like, oh shit. Uh, That was a good game. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's this thing is, um, it's interesting because I, I, I see that people are wrestling with the idea of change, right? Because that's what it is. I mean, Americans, I, well, I mean, I'm not even just going to blame it on, but, but obviously America leads in this area. But when you have things that are relatively comfortable um, for, the, for a lot of the country, right? It's very hard for them to think about, one, why we need change, right? Because a lot of them are like, it's not at my front door, you know, how bad could it be? And especially right. on the, um, it's interesting because it's especially on the coasts, right? Like the coasts always have had this um, lack of uh, a reality when it comes to looking at the rest of the country. We tend to think that everybody's doing what we're doing, right? right, right. Um, but I was saying, for instance, if say like you are a coal miner, Right. Um, and you live in some rural area, um, are your, like, are your family has raised steer their whole life and now they can't get steer or dying on the farm because there's no infrastructure to push the meat out and blah, blah, blah. For you, it is ending, right? Like for that person, they think, yeah, this is Armageddon. Shit's, shit's crazy right now. And that will inevitably, if there isn't some sort of educational component to their ideas, will inevitably just lead, lead to craziness. It's just math. You know what I mean? Like, they're trying to get a grip on their reality and trying to hope that it doesn't fade away. Um, but the reality is where the country has failed is that we've sold an idea that, like, a lot of these, like, even the police, right? I look at the police, actually, um, like I look at coal mining. It was a, It is a job that we created at a certain time, right? It's... Yeah. We've invested money into it. However, it is no longer producing what we needed to produce. And we've had innovation since then. It is, right, o- right. it is absolutely okay to go back and look at the investment and go, all right, let's change this so that we can continue to invest in something better. That leap, though, I've realized is huge for people, 
right? The right. idea that, oh, shit, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and the cops are going to be wearing light blue instead of dark blue and their guns aren't going to be on their waist. They're going to be concealed. Like, just the ideas of those things scare the shit out of people. And it's, yeah. it's weird because I'll look at um, one of my favorite things, dude, right now. You got to do this, by the way, is uh, I watch Australian news. So okay. Australian news, this is why, because they're not, um, they're, I noticed that their news doesn't like inject a lot of like the emotion. It's very like cut and dry. Here's, here's what's happening. This is what it is. Not a whole lot of opinion. Um, but when they report about America, it's literally like big red alert. Like the, uh, the world hangs on what America is do is doing right now, right? There's all these countries that are literally looking at us as if they don't get, or the movement anyways, if the movement doesn't get some sort of positive reaction, then it's over for all of us, right? And right. it's that was really weird. That hit home for me because I didn't, I really didn't think that they were all looking at it like that, right? But you start to see that some of these countries are like, shit, man, if, if they lose their freedoms, that's probably the beginning of freedoms going away for the rest of the world. Yeah. And that's and, and I think more Americans need to see that. You know what I mean? Like, yo, you do understand that the entire world is going you guys got to win this. You have to win this. Don't get fatigued. Don't 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 uh let it like fizzle out. Like you have to win this. Yeah, you know, that makes me think of like uh the reason that Americans are not hearing stuff like that mm -hmm. um, and how social media plays such a, a factor in like everyone's world being an echo chamber mm -hmm. of the same things being repeated to them. And like, I feel like we don't interact with people we don't agree with at all anymore. As a matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken, I, I think I saw a study on this. I'm like, that's it's true. Part of what Facebook and Instagram, like yeah. people are happy when they don't hear things that, upset them so things that upset you things that you don't agree with they tend to keep off of your timeline and that's a huge problem that's a, i think part of why there's so much disinformation and people are so um, stubborn in their in their views and, and, and open to hearing other people's ideas and and plights and it's yeah that, i think that's a huge issue that needs to be addressed I think how social media plays a factor in this yeah i think i read that um when it really started to people's attention was during this last election because that's what was happening i remember them saying like trump supporters were only seeing trump supporters and right. then um and you know like uh like uh my mom's on facebook right and she's that older generation and i was and she's not a trump supporter and i'll occasionally occasionally she'll call and be like yo did you know that i don't know some conspiracy theory right and i'm like no that's it's not I've had to literally teach her what the ads are at the bottom of like a CNN page. You know, like they sell all that ad right. space and most of it's just clickbait, right? Um, yeah. And uh, I've had to like teach her like how to like l find what an ad is. Like, and then even if that ad seems like it's saying something you like, you got to see where it's from. Because right. if it's not from some credible source, which is so hard now, right? Like, cause what the fuck is a credible source anymore? But yeah, dude, I, I, I think you're a hundred percent on, on that. I, I've definitely, I, I've experienced it. I, I can see it on social media, you know, yeah. like I can see it on social media that things get filtered out. If you're a Trump supporter, that's all you're seeing. 
like all day. And it's reinforcing these ideas that you have not um, even questioned. Right. And I, and I feel like America as a whole has forgot about the idea of how healthy it is to question. You know what I mean? Like, but, but I get it too, though. Like I'm not, I, I'm not criticizing it at all. In fact, I, I feel like there's a lot of people that are just scared. You know what I mean? It, yeah. it, it always comes down to that. It's, it's just this overwhelming fear. But again, when I talk about like fundamental changes, these are conversations that we're going to have to eventually, we're going to have to stop facing off in front of each other and start having these conversations of like, yo, what is, what is the actual fear? Because if we don't solve that, none of this fucking matters. You know right. what I mean? Like, it just doesn't matter if we don't understand what that fear is. Why, why do you carry that? Why is it generational? Why did your parents think this way? Like, we have to have those conversations. And, bro, I've been to fucking therapy. <laughs> that, that shit is scary as fuck to do. And we're expecting a lot of people, many who don't have, like, the educational tools to even have those thoughts. And we're expecting them to go through some sort of fundamental change. And if we don't start promoting, like, we, first of all, do we need people to even understand what fundamental change even means? Right? right? A lot of people. But these are the conversations that I think that are so important, man. It's one of the reasons I wanted to have you on the show. It's one of the reasons... We brought Crappy Awesome back because I was sitting here going like, fuck, what can I do, right? And I'm like, mm. yo, we, because you know, we have these kind of conversations anyways. Like, this right. is how we normally talk to each other. Um, and I was like, yo, that's it. That's it. I, I, I don't know how many times I've sat with Dice or Parker or Noah or Curtis or, and we're solving problems all day. We're like, yo, this, this right. could happen. This could happen. And I'm like, we need to get this information out because maybe that's all it it'll take, right? It'll take somebody going like, oh shit, like this is somebody whose music I like, but they're also like talking way out. They're giving me these ideas I haven't had before. And because we have those ideas all the time, I think it's important that we, one, you know, really build on these ideas. That's what we're doing here, right? We're trying to build on it. We're giving people some platform to kind of understand the conversations that are happening, but we also need to be promoting these conversations. You know, again, there's a lot of people that are at home right now for the first time ever, or they're at home and they fucking hate being there, you know? So we got to give them some sort of good food, some mental food, you know? Yo, um, do you think that if you had to like put your money on it, when do you feel if, even if it's going to happen? Like, I mean, you're a touring artist. Mm. When do we get back to any of that? Oh, soon, I hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've, th- I've thought about it. Um, you know, I don't think there's going to be, I don't, I don't see any end to social distancing yeah. in the near future. I feel like we at least have another year of this because every place that opened up early, you know, their cases of COVID, you know, shot up. And I think if for nothing else, it's going to scare a lot of cities um, into, prolonging and you know being safer rather than being sorry yeah yeah so i think you know i don't know you know that's that's the that's the toughest part is admitting that i i have no idea Um, but i feel like at least another year yeah it's it's um i at platform collection one of the things we've been putting a lot of our attention on right is that we know 
that, I mean, the life component of what we do, right, is so important. And mm-hmm. and that connection that we have. I mean, bro, like, I fucking love watching you perform. And, and but being there in front of you, it's it's different, man. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. feel there's an energy, and you as the artist know, like, how to wield that energy. Like, the thought that I might not be able to see that for a while, like, there has to be whether it's technological or whether it's just a new plan, there has to be some solution there. And that's a lot of what we've been putting our energy in. Like, what is this next thing going to look like? What is like, I've seen recently, I've, I've mentioned it before that um, a lot of these uh, ticket, like ticket based companies that sell tickets and are investing money in streaming sites. Right. Because they obviously see, I mean, streaming is the answer right now. Um, but there has to be some sort of evolution to that in order for us to still, I can't picture a world, bro, where that energy isn't there, where people can't go to a show and sit there and like, just get wrapped up in that energy because I've seen it heal. Mm -hmm. I see how many people smile after you're set or like, you know what I mean? Like it's, that's obviously doing something and, and having a world void of that. I don't think is the answer, right? So we have to kind of figure something out. I, I, what was your experience? I just saw you perform live um, on Instagram Live. What was it yeah. like? Like I haven't done it yet. Uh, what's it like? Yeah, we did. A, I did a performance as part of a Juneteenth virtual conference that we put together. Really um, dope, by the way. In the Illinois Park, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that was my first IG live performance, and it's not the same. Yeah. It's not the same. Um, I felt like there were people, like you said, there were people who want to still see these artists. Um, and I hope that it was, you know, some form of, you know, chicken soup for their soul. But like a- as an artist, like you said, being able to wield the energy of the crowd and it's, it's just not the same. But, but I agree, there has to be something to fill that void. Um, yeah. And I, I think I've seen a lot of people turning to social media in, in new ways, which I think is super dope. Um, this podcast coming back, uh, I, I've seen Noah online doing a lot of things. Yep. Um, Brixia Face doing a music video countdown. Um, that's what I think, I think that'll do in the interim. Yeah. I feel like that's the, the appetizer to keep us, to keep us in the restaurant. Yeah. But, you know, hopefully we get that entree soon. <laughs> Yeah, as you're saying that, I it just it just fucking hit me right now. I was like, "Damn, Dice is literally one of the biggest foodies I know." What are you doing right now? Are you doing? Are you ordering out a lot or like? Because I know that was like something you love to do, finding new spots. Yeah, you know, I've been cooking a lot, and my wife's learning how to like bake. So oh shit! Tearing it up in the kitchen, doing doing a little something. <laughs> yeah, y'all need to start streaming that. Um, that's a show written all over it. Um. Dude, uh, movies. You're a movie guy. I want. I, d- I definitely wanted to touch on some movies with you. What What should I be watching, man? Like, what should I What should I occupy man, my time with? It's such a drought right now. Like, I heard that Parker said so, that too. Man, there were like things that I was like waiting like for them to come out. Even like the New Mutants, oh. which is a uh, yeah. Is a is there a release date yet? Yet? I think no, right. Push back. Again, uh, because they thought theaters would be open. At least here in town, we have like a small triplex, and it's open. Uh-huh. But it used to be lines like every day. There, I haven't seen a line once. So oh yeah, 
Yeah. I think they're struggling. And, and when I passed by, they were playing like Bloodshot, which was supposed to come out at the beginning of this, uh, I think in February. Yeah. Um, so And like Sonic the Hedgehog. So they're playing movies that were supposed to come out months ago and then in the meantime have been released through streaming sites. So if you wanted to see, if you were really trying to see that, you've already seen. So, um, yeah, I think until we see some normalcy come back, like I don't see big studios releasing anything, which is, it's tough for those like blockbusters that I'm looking forward to. Yeah. But I'm seeing a lot of independent movies get shined that I don't think they would get if there weren't, you know, if more than half of America wasn't sitting at home. Right, right, right. Yeah, that has been something I've noticed as well is like uh, I've been telling um, younger artists as well, like the importance of um, like still continuing to create art because I think right now everybody's getting a shot. Like literally right. every everybody, I dude, you know what? I have never gone through more Instagram stories in my life. <laughs> I be, in the past, I'd get like the first three, cool. Now I'm sitting there, like I'm like, damn, I'm twelve pages in. I'm just looking for someone right. hanging out. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's crazy. Um, I, for me, movie wise, I've been going back and watching a lot of like classic movies that I either haven't seen before or haven't seen in a long time. Yeah. Like. Um, I mean, one of them was, you know, Disney Plus is popping. So I'm going back and watching <laughs> movies from my childhood. Oh, wow. Uh, like, I saw Lion King for the first time in, like, probably, like, 10 years. Oh, and, wow. Yo, that was sad. That's <laughs> not for kids. Mufasa's dying, Mufasa dying is still a spoiler <laughs> alert. It's, uh, it's, it's sad, man. Um, there, was a, there was another movie that was equally sad. I, I, just, I can't think of it. Um, let me think of some other movies that I've been watching oh hey uh, dude, uh, first of all uh, let me tell you this did you was it you that said i thought i read this on facebook from you and i think this is i, I know that i checked it out because somebody said this on facebook but it was um it's on netflix it's uh like a zombie survival movie but it kind of t- it's like high school kids um fuck what was it called oh was it a tv show yeah, it's a, it was a series on Netflix. Damn, I know what you're talking about. I can't think of what it's called though. Um, I'm, I'm uh, it's, uh, it's going to come to me, but it's. Are you looking it up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's and it, and so, dude, it was a sleeper hit, bro. Like, okay, so they um promote it like it's like a cheesy, like really like whitewashed zombie show. And yeah. then all this social commentary starts coming out in it, like with the black character and like all these yeah. different dude. It and it was awesome. And then I I looked it up and I was like, oh, it's fucking canceled. And I thought I thought I could have sworn you had said, yo, can people please start watching this so we can yeah. get a second season? And that's why I watched yeah. it. And you were right; it was fucking. We need to find the name of it. You, have you found the name? Daybreak. Daybreak. Yes, Daybreak. Yeah. yeah, dude, awesome fucking show. That one. That one was all you. <laughs> yeah they, man there, there's a you know i've been binge watching different shows um i, I think uh one of them that's kind of dope is i think it's a sleeper hit too but it's it's already had a second season but it's a short season uh-huh is uh kipo kipo it's made by dreamworks it's like a it's sort of like an anime it's sort of aimed at kids it's got like a hip-hop soundtrack um and it's about this post-apocalyptic world, like these, it's these on Netflix. Like, yeah, it what's it called? Of, what's it called? Uh, K 
Kippo. I think it's called, it has a long title. Uh-huh. It's just called Kippo is what it goes by. But the subtext is, um, the subtitle is Kippo and the World of the Wonder Beast or something like okay. that. Okay. I got to write this uh, down. But it, it gives me like sort of like uh, Afro Samurai vibes because it has oh, the hip hop soundtrack behind it, but it's not necessarily a hip hop anime. Yeah. Uh, um, and what I was surprised by is uh, I, I was watching it the other day. Maybe four out of the five main characters are people of color. And I think that's kind of like that's dope. One, it's dope because it's not pandering because this yeah. show was already created before everything has been going on. And two, I was like, yo, this is like, it feels like genuine representation. And I think that's for me, at least such a new thing to really be able to see yeah. in different forms of media, especially, anime. especially pop culture. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah it's, it, it's a good one. Yeah. Um, let me think. Is it, what else? I've been, I've been going heavy on, um, alien stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Um, what was it? Uh, search, uh, the search for the skinwalker on Netflix. Check that one out. Add that one to yours. I just put Eddie onto it and he was like, dude, my mind is blown right now. It's about, yeah, it's about a, um, if you're into like, like UFO lore, like skinwalker ranch is like a, a ranch out in the, wherever the, the, the tribe, like the Utes are from, I forget where it's, where, where it's from, but, um, and it was bought by a billionaire, uh, Bob Bigelow, B- Bigelow Air- Aerospace, which is one of the huge suppliers of um, aerospace stuff for for America. And uh, I don't want to give you it away, but just those two things together, like this billionaire right. buying this thing. They call this dude like the real Tony Stark, by the way. Um, but he's a, yeah, he's a contractor and he bought this farm and it's basically it kind of delves into the idea that um, like interdimensional, like everything is interdimensional in consciousness. Like what they've been studying on this farm, because for instance, they'd see like traditional poltergeist stuff and UFOs. And then like a big furry purple ball just roll through the, so just check it out. (laughs) I don't want to give it away. You, it's a documentary. Yeah, it's a documentary, and like the the actual cases are like pretty famous in the like UFO community, like Skinwalker Ranches. In fact, I think History Channel is doing a series right now. There's a where okay. they they moved in like a bunch of scientists there um, to study the ranch, and like the first season is out right now on History Channel. That's dope. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds dope. Yeah, so check that one um, out for everybody who's at movie. home. Or a good movie I saw was The Platform. Oh, I heard about that, right? That's the they go it's like a jail where somebody's on a yeah. platform and goes, Oh, I gotta see that, dude. I gotta Man, was like, it dope? The symbolism is is crazy. I mean, I feel like the storytelling kind of falls apart, especially towards the end. Uh uh-huh. but the, the the concept and how it's a symbol for society is I love movies like that. And that the movie is like it's an it's an amazing it's a must watch, I'd say. Okay. A must watch. I got to uh, yeah, that, that's going to be on the list. Yeah, I got I've been you're not the first person who's told me that. I've heard that it's pretty dope. Um and it's is it foreign film? Uh yeah, yeah. I believe it's originally in like Spanish, uh-huh. maybe Italian. Cuz there's subtitles, yeah. right? Uh yeah, I usually watch stuff with subtitles. Yeah, me, um, me too. I'm all over it. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of like little secret stuff that you can catch in the subtitles that you may not be able to hear. Um um, and I also think there was a dub, so I watched it subbed and dubbed same time. Of course you did. Of, of course. <laughs> you fucking did. Hey man, um, 
you. Thank you so much for doing this, bro. Um, yeah, I definitely miss you. Um, I can't wait till we can get out there again, G. Like it's uh yeah, I'm definitely I'm definitely hurting to get out there. But like I said, man, um you're a general, bro. We need you on the we need you on the field. Please, please um continue to express yourself the way you do, man. You're so you're very eloquent when you do it. I love your posts. Um I've seen <laughs> I've seen you shut some people down like really, really quick in person and online. Um but yeah, dude, we need more of that, dude. So please keep doing that. For sure, man. Thank you. Yes, you know, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Um, and I definitely feel inspired to keep creating at this point. So dope, man. That's dope. Yeah, and, and then um, and then as far as crappy awesome, I'm I'm fucking re-energized. I'm looking to put another 300 on the board. Um, no problem. So anytime you want to stop in, even if you just want to shoot the shit or you got some some cool movies to share with the people. Please do that. I'm trying to encourage my friends to do that more often. Um, we've we've had our stories told on here already. Now, now it's time to like. I want I want people to just connect with y'all as people. You know what I mean? Like, it, and guys, if this is your first time listening to this, um, first of all, go over to platformcollection.com right now. You can type in King Dice at the top. All his music's gonna come up, but also the past episodes, like the prequels to this are up there. So go check those out first and then you can kind of get a story. There's definitely a snapshot of my dude's life on this, on this podcast platform. So please go do that. Um, and follow everything King Dice says, right? On Instagram. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, if you're listening to this on YouTube, I mean, if you're watching this on YouTube or IGTV, the audio version is always available for you anywhere podcasts are found, Spotify, iTunes, all that good stuff, man. So thank you, dude. Um, and we'll talk soon, man. Most death. All right, brother. Much love. Peace. All right, man. That was uh that was my boy King Dice, dude. Um what can I say about my G, dude? Uh one of the best people I know. That's facts for sure. Um and uh you guys need to go support everything he does. Guys, if this is your first time tuning in to this platform, please platformcollection.com support all the artists we support. We are nothing without them. Um and uh, we love what we do here, man. So please continue to subscribe, all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next time, man. Um, I got a bunch of cool guests coming up. Uh, I think you guys are going to like it. So we'll see you next time. I'm in it for the I'm long run. I still ain't figured this out, man. She said she got the hands. I still ain't.